Welcome to the Podiatry Business Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnella, podiatrist and health business mentor. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring podiatry clinic owners to make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Hello and welcome to episode number four of the Podiatry Business Podcast with myself, Lorcan O'Donnell, podiatrist and health business mentor. The title of today's podcast is, Should You Hire Someone for Your Front Desk or Another Podiatrist First? So this is a really common question I hear all of the time from coaching clients of mine, um, whether they be someone who is on their own and deciding to take on their first staff member or they have a number of um, staff like myself and are deciding should they take on an admin person or another podiatrist or physio or whatever it may be. Even in this past week, um, one of my coaching clients has gotten to a position um, quite rapidly when, from when I first started working with him where he um, his book wasn't full to a position now where he's busy enough that he feels he really needs the help um, to handle the calls and the volumes of work that's coming through. And he has to make a decision because the money's there to pay the wage. Does he take on a podiatrist or does he take on a receptionist first? So this is very common. Um, and whenever you take on a new staff member, it's kind of daunting for as a clinic owner. It's a responsibility. You're you're um, having to make sure that you have enough work for that person, that you can afford their wages, that you can afford sick pay if necessary, their holiday pay, that your assumption that there's enough work going to be there to keep them active and productive and justify them um, actually turns out to be true. So it's a big step. So we're just going to go through that today and, and maybe a little bit more then on uh, how you make sure that that front desk person works as well as you can for for you. So if you decide you want to scale up your business, you can't do it on your own. You will have to take on someone at some stage. So there you are. And I've been in this position where you want to scale up your business because you realize working on your own means that you can't afford to get sick. You can't afford to take a holiday of maybe a week. I, I remember I never took a holiday for the first 10 years of longer than a week because I needed the turnover to keep the, the, the wheels turning. So you know that you do need to take someone on. And what do you do? Do I take on a podiatrist who can straight away start to bring in some turnover? Or do I take on a receptionist who can answer the phone and can book patients in? But if they book patients in, who's going to see them? Only me, because I haven't got a second podiatrist. Obviously, you might think, across your mind, I'll take on a new podiatrist and I'll take on a receptionist. Or I might take on a podiatrist and have them answer the phone. Uh, And that's not really feasible, is it? So... You have to make a choice. And what I do with my clients is we kind of sit down and we go through their numbers. So obviously they need to know their numbers. They need to know how full are they. If they do take on a um, a new receptionist or an admin team, will is is the capacity there in the clinic for the extra workload that they're going to bring in? Because a well-trained front desk should person should bring you in more work. Um, So first time you take on hire the first one or two hires i found and I, i've noticed with my clients it tends to be the hardest why because especially with the um receptionist they can't as such see patients so any new work they bring in will fall on your shoulders to begin with 
Secondly, if it's a new podiatrist you take on, or even if you take a podiatrist on after you've taken on the receptionist, you have to spend time training them up, and you'll have to give them some of the work that you did initially while they get catch their feet and and um, start to build their own clientele and and pay for their own their own wages. And there's a gap when you're under a little bit of pressure, uh, cash cash flow uh, wise. So. It's not easy, but it has to be done because the alter- what's the alternative? The alternative is, is stay on your own forever. And that is not a good long-term plan. It's just too dangerous if you get sick or you can't can't work. It, it's not a true business. And while I, while I respect why lots of people do that, I feel that there is a better way. And the better way is to have a team that treats your patients for you and have a marketing system that is reliable to fill your book. And I believe that the first step on that journey is taking on a front desk or admin person who's going to help set you up. A well-trained receptionist or admin team member will boost your turnover and in turn boost boost your profitability because they'll be able to answer the phone that you can't answer because you're treating patients. They'll be able to spend time with your patients at the front desk and build the rapport with them so that they go ahead with the treatment plan that you recommend when when they come in to see you or your staff. A well re- well-trained receptionist or front desk person will be able to follow up leads that you generate through your marketing. Um, indeed, with the, the client I mentioned earlier, that's the plan. We're going to train up his new receptionist as soon as possible to do the follow-up calls that he is trying to shoehorn in between treating patients. By doing so, she will build a rapport, get those patients to come in, and he will convert them to a plan of care, thereby boosting his turnover and profitability. And if done right, that receptionist will pay for herself in very short order. Second thing they'll do is they'll reduce your stress. I remember when I first opened my clinic for the first six years, I was all on my own, answering the phone and everything. And I was always very healthy until I developed psoriasis. And I was quite shocked by this. And we all know that it's related to stress. When I took on a receptionist, the first thing that happened is my psoriasis went away. I couldn't believe it. And receptionist just simply reduces your stress because it means if you are out sick, they're there to answer the phone and you're not worrying that am I losing the potential customer that might be coming in and so forth. They'll make it easier for you to scale up. So a a well-trained front desk or receptionist can work with anything from two to five podiatrists or clinicians, whereas one clinician can only work on their own. So if you take on a receptionist first, you train them up well and you have your marketing system, they can quite quickly fill the books of multiple clinicians, whereas a a single clinician can really only fill their own book and maybe a little bit of spillover. And they will improve your productivity significantly. Because you, all of the admin tasks that you know I'm talking about, maybe doing your accounts, uh, letters to GPs, doing some of the simple marketing tasks and so forth, they're probably being left at the moment until after you've treated patients. Well, a well-trained receptionist can do these for you while you're treating patients, thereby improving your productivity. Okay, so you might say to me, okay, Lorcan, you've convinced me. I know I need a receptionist, but I simply can't afford the wage. Well, start off part-time. It, it's Even if you did 20 hours a week, 
you can uh, make the decision with whoever you choose that initially what you're going to do is have it part-time. You're going to see how it goes, and if it works out well, as you expect it it should, and if you have trained them well and you have some good quality help, um, then there's no reason you can't scale up that receptionist job to a full-time job. Going back to the to the clinician I talked about, that's exactly what we're doing. We're taking on a receptionist who's going to work 20 hours a week. She or he or she is going to work from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. every day simply because that's the more likely time that they'll be able to catch people on the phone from the leads that we generate. We expect that quite quickly, and when I say quite quickly, I would expect within six or eight weeks, that they will generate enough turnover and income and profit, profit at the end of the day is what's important, to justify putting them full-time, 40 hours. And also, it gives that receptionist and the the podiatrist or employer an opportunity to get used to the whole process because, in this case, this is his first employee ever. And having an employee is, is a very different uh, kettle of fish to, to just working on your own. So you don't have to start full-time. You can start part-time. But a Good quality, well-trained front desk person is worth their weight in gold. But you need to train them. You can't just take on a receptionist, as I did initially. Said, "There's the phone. Answer it for calls." And if you're not, if no one's calling, sure, you can go on Facebook. I remember saying that. You have to make sure that you train your front desk person. You cannot expect them to be productive. You cannot expect them to boost your turnover or to get patients to become compliant, book in your appointments or help you to scale up your business if you haven't put thought and effort and time into training them up. Quite recently, I spoke to another client whose front desk really wasn't too sure, despite the fact that she was working for them for for three or four years, of what her role was and wasn't too sure what to say to patients when they rang and and mentioned particular conditions. And this is a failing of, at the end of the day, of the owners of the clinic. When you take on a staff member, be it any staff member, and in particular in this case, a receptionist, you must spend time training them up and give them the opportunity to make mistakes. When they make mistakes, go back over, black box thinking, what was the mistake? How can we build a better system to do so? Part of the training should be developing systems. How are they going to answer the phone? How are they going to answer the most common questions that they get asked by patients, such as, I have plantar fasciitis. It's going on for a year. What are you going to do about it? They need to know the basics of what you would say if that was you on the phone and how can they uh, explain to the patient why it's important that they come and see you and how you can help that patient. In my clinic, we don't just simply throw the, the, the receptionist in at the, de- at the deep end. We give them one full week of training. We have an automated training system beforehand. And we have ongoing mentorship where we constructively uh, criticize and reflect on their their role, their um, performance. Their, um, for example, um, I would always advise my clients to have a, their office quite close to where the receptionist is answering the phone or speaking to patients outside so that when you hear what they say, if it's not quite the way you wanted it, that you can say this to them in a positive manner, obviously, um, so that they improve. How else are they going to improve if you don't let them know what you need done and how you want it done? 
Think about the alternative, which is what a lot of clinics do. They they do little or no training, and they have a receptionist who costs them money in the long term. A badly trained receptionist is going to cost you tens, if not hundreds of thousands over the years, whereas a badly trained podiatrist, quite quickly you'll spot this, and you'll tend to, to um, either train them up fairly fast because you're, you're comfortable with podiatry, or you'll get rid of them fairly fast. Whereas the receptions can often be left there on their own and the clinic owner is almost afraid to tackle them when they, they feel the performance is not up to scratch or where they want it to be. This is a disaster. Uh, we recently, as a clinic, appeared on national TV for a weight loss program. And as a result of that, we got phone calls from all over the country. And one in particular called from about three hours drive away and uh, and explained to the receptionist a certain um, issue she had. I can't remember what it was, but the receptionist came in and she said, look, this patient has X, Y, Z. And she said she's likely to need, our receptionist is so well trained, she said she's likely to need this. And you're talking, you know, a chronic condition. And we were talking about a thousand euros worth of work. So I said, there's not a lot of point in her coming down to us because she'd have to come up and down, you know, a few times a week. Send her to X clinic. That's local. So she, um, the patient was given the details and she rang this clinic. And when she rang the clinic, the receptionist said, oh, uh, we don't really treat that um, or we can't treat it for a few weeks. And that was the end of the conversation. The patient rang us back to tell us this. So we had to give him another um, clinic altogether. So that receptionist cost that clinic a thousand euros in work in that one phone call. And if all she did was did that once a week, I mean, you can do the maths. You can see that a badly trained or untrained receptionist, which is the owner's fault, um, is not good for business, is it? You should spend as long or as equal effort training your front desk system and your front desk staff as you do your podiatry. Because if you have patients phoning you or contacting your clinic and your front desk is not able to convert that into actual initial appointments, it's no good how well trained the podiatrists are if you can't get those patients in the door to begin with. So in summary, what I would say to you is if you're considering taking on a first hire, if you're on your own and you're taking on a first hire, I, I understand how daunting this is. But I would urge you to consider taking on a receptionist first and training them really well, scale up until you're at absolute max capacity before you take on your first podiatrist. If you already have a number of um, of staff, as I do, perhaps the next step is to take on another admin person rather than another clinician. It doesn't always work out that more and more clinicians is the best thing for your patients and for your for your business long term your admin and what's done off of the treatment bed is equally as important to the financial success of your business and to your patient's success as what's done by the clinicians when you do take them on be positive about it train them give them the same uh, effort and cpd that you do with your clinical team and give them the same support as you would your clinical team. And you will reap the the benefits from it. 
once you have a good quality admin person helping you, it will take a huge amount off your shoulders and allow you to scale up your clinic at a much faster rate, giving you a true profitable business that will still function if you're there or not, which ultimately is the uh, test of a true business. So um, before I sign off, just letting you know that um, More Practice Profits um, is going to be running our first ever private practice workshop day for podiatrists. It'll be in Dublin um, on June 13th. Um, it'll be a very small number of people between um, 10 and maybe 12 or 14. And um, it's a f- one full day. The morning will be on um, Know Your Numbers and how to get your patients to convert to a full plan of care. And the afternoon then will be marketing one-on-one. So hopefully the idea will be that you leave with some marketing um, templates that you can um, implement the following Monday to start to build your business. And all of the money generated from this um, will be donated to Emily Hayworth, um, podiatrist from Kerry's homeless um, charity that she runs for homeless feet in Cork. So Emily... Um, every few weeks goes to Cork and goes out onto the streets and treats the homeless um, people who um, decline to come in for treatment. Uh, We in Achilles Foot Clinic, our own clinic, run a once a month homeless clinic where we close the clinic to patients and we only see homeless uh, homeless, um, feet. Now, a lot of these guys decline to come in. They won't come off the street. So Emily um, goes in the the evenings and brings a tent and she treats them... um, in her own free time on the street with um, help. So all of the money generated from this private practice workshop, which will be run in Dublin on June 13th by More Practice Profits, will be donated to Emily's Good Cause. So uh, until next week, that's it from me, Lorcan O'Donnell, um, podiatrist and health business, business mentor. If you have any questions, um, just reach out to me on um, info at morepracticeprofit.com or LinkedIn or Facebook, and I'd be more than happy to help you. Um, Talk to you soon.